My name is Harrison Austin, and I am the BMJ STI social media editor. And welcome to this special pre-Congress interview with Henry DeFries and Mark Vermillion, where we are going to be discussing some of the highlights of the upcoming STI and HIV World Congress taking place between July 14th and the 17th virtually. STI is the official journal of the Congress, so check back with us uh, for all of the public abstracts and conference updates. Well, thank you both uh, for joining me and agreeing to be here. I was hoping we could start with some introductions. Uh, so Henry, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and your involvement with the Congress? Sure. Um, well, uh, I am a dermatologist uh, based in, uh, in Amsterdam. I work at the uh, University Medical Hospital uh, uh, in Amsterdam and also at the Public Health Service of Amsterdam at the STI Outpatient Clinic. And I was elected two years back as the uh, ISSTDR president, as the International Society for STD Research. And the main uh, function of that organization is to organize the biannual meeting. We do it now together with the International Union for STI. Um, and uh, I, I got the opportunity to organize it in, in Amsterdam together with Janet Wilson, who is the president of uh, IST. And Mark, I would ask the same for you. So a little bit about your background and yourself and your involvement in the Congress. Thanks. Uh, so my name is Mark Vermeulen. I'm the executive director of AIDS Funds and SOAIDS Nederlands. Uh, my background is in, in political science. I'm also a gay man uh, living with HIV. Um, so I've been working with AIDS Funds and Nederlands since 2009, mostly been involved with the HIV world, especially uh, the international work uh, around key populations and human rights, working directly with communities around the world in addressing the HIV epidemic. Uh, and as SOAIDS Nederlands, we are the national center of uh, STI uh, expertise, uh, supporting all the um, municipal health centers, but also GPs in the work they do around sexual health, STIs and HIV in the Netherlands. Uh, and we are one of the, the co-sponsors of the conference that will be in Amsterdam this year. Fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Uh, well, the STI and HIV World Congress is usually every other year. I think the last time we finally got to be in Vancouver. Uh, but there is a special significance uh, this year and month that the conference is taking place. And Mark, I was hoping you would be able to tell us a little bit about what is significant about having the Congress this year in 2021. I think it's especially this month, actually. It's uh, exactly 40 years ago that the first newspaper articles uh, were published reporting um, gay men, um, reporting um, unknown sort of disease, uh, cancer-like disease, uh, which later out we found is, uh, is HIV and AIDS. So it's actually 40 years ago that we had the first newspaper reportings. And um, we commemorate uh, 40 years of HIV and AIDS this year, uh, remembering all the people that we lost, um, also looking at the accomplishments, but basically also this year really looking at the lessons learned from 40 years of, of uh, the HIV response, especially when we're living in a time of COVID, another pandemic um, hitting all of us. Um, so I think it's especially apt that we're having this conference this year. Uh, and I think one of the things that stands out for us uh, in looking at 40 years of HIV response is putting communities uh, at the center of the response. We've really seen that uh, putting people living with HIV, but also those most marginalized, so uh, men who have sex with men, uh, young people, sex workers, people using drugs, 
putting them at the center of the response actually helps you address uh, the, the pandemic. And I think um, taking those lessons and also looking at how we can uh, put communities at the center of the SDI and SCD response uh, is, is a really good question to be asking ourselves this year. So I'm also really happy that the conference this year is, is really putting a special emphasis on, on involving communities in organizing it, but also in, in the, the panels that we're organizing. So I think in that sense, 2021 is a special year, and I'm really happy to see that the conference is embracing that uh, in the way that they're organizing uh, the conference. I think that segues very nicely into uh, the next question. So uh, the theme of this year's Congress is sexual diversity in the city. Uh, with the aim of discussing sexuality, diversity, and of course, health uh, in an urban context, uh, but also getting communities, as you said, and practitioners involved in our research. And so Henry, uh, uh, would you be able to tell us a little bit more about the background of this theme and how it was developed? Yeah, as Mark was saying, uh, um, what was seen in the HIV field right from the start is uh, that the community was very much involved. There was this saying nothing about us uh, without us. And that didn't really uh, reach the STI research fields in general. So that's the theme that we really want to, uh, to bring over and, and, and engage uh, the community in STI research uh, uh, in, in general. And we, we wanted to try that to do that in a in a in a live meeting uh, in in Amsterdam, uh, but everything changed, of course, with the COVID pandemic starting last year. And at a relatively short notice, we had to change our plan accordingly and uh, try to reach that goal uh, in a format uh, uh, of an online virtual uh, conference. So. If you look at virtual conferences, which have been held in the past year, uh, it very much, much looked like the development of the first automobile. The first automobile very much looked like a horse carriage with a combustion engine underneath it. It didn't look like what we nowadays see as an, uh, as, as an automobile. And I think the same thing you saw uh, with, with the, the virtual conferences. Uh, it, it, it really followed the, the, the classical model of having a, a pre-recorded or live presentation followed by a few minutes of Q&A and then continue with the next contribution. And I think that's really a killer uh, as far as interaction with, with your audience. Uh, another big problem with virtual international conferences uh, is you have to deal with uh, different time zones that your participants are, are in. So a proportion will always have to wake up in the middle of the night to see what's, what's going on at your conference. So we try to, to come up with a solution. And what we plan is to have all scientific content available two weeks ahead of the actual meeting. So participants can browse through all the presentations and posters in, a, in an online library and look at them at their own convenience. And they can also leave remarks and questions via chat function that can be addressed by the presenters at a later moment. And during the conference, we will organize live debates uh, and also uh, live talk shows uh, and panel discussions uh, where we will invite presenters uh, and have the, the, the highlights of the conference addressed by uh, uh, a panel of experts and also involve community spokespersons, for example. And during those live meetings, also the audience can interact uh, uh, directly in the, in the conversation. 
it sounds like it'll be a bit more interactive and it gives yes. people a bit of a chance to kind of prepare to be interactive. Exactly, exactly. So to to really dedicate all the uh, uh, the time that's available during the three-day conference to interaction uh, with the assumption that participants will have looked through the, the, the content uh, beforehand. Fabulous. When you were thinking about who is coming to the Congress, um, it's important um, that we engage people who are not scientists and not mm -hmm. clinicians. And so, Mark, I was hoping you would be able to tell us a little bit about what maybe non-scientists and non-clinicians will get out of attending this conference and what they may be able to take away from it. Thanks, Harrison. Yeah, I, I think uh, building on what Henry is saying, um, we really try to organize the conference in such a way that it's accessible to many people, but also interesting to many people. And I think, for example, in the Netherlands, we've been really working uh, with the ambition to, to make the Netherlands the first country with zero new HIV infections. And what we've seen is that you need everybody that's involved with, with getting that cause to be involved. So it's not just the scientists, it's also the communities, it's policymakers, it's political leaders. Uh, and we've really tried with the conference this year, uh, like Henry was describing, to make it interesting for everyone. So I think the different workshops, for example, uh, around COVID and STIs, to have scientists there, but also people from communities uh, and policymakers there to actually really have a discussion based on, on scientific evidence on what we can do together to make a difference for the communities that we serve. Uh, and in order for us to do that, we, we need everybody there. So I'm also really happy uh, that uh, we have the opportunity for everyone that's uh, representing a community organization uh, to participate in the conference free of charge. So we try to really lower the threshold for everyone to, to be part of it. Um, and it's a conference about sex and sexuality and sexual diversity. So who doesn't want to attend a conference like that? So I think that in that sense, uh, it's, it's really an open invitation uh, to everyone to participate, uh, whether you're a policymaker, a community member, to learn how you can contribute to uh, improving the lives of the communities that you try to serve uh, and improve their sexual well-being and the sexual pleasures that they have in their life. Fantastic. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, so I would just like to know, you know, give us a flavor. What are you both looking forward to seeing this year? Okay, well, there's some very exciting news from experts from the syphilis research field. Uh, there are some breakthroughs in cultivation and also in genomics. Uh, and we will have two very interesting debates, one on chlamydia screening, whether asymptomatic persons should be screened for that or if it's doing more harm than good, and one on gonorrhea treatment, whether that should be with monotherapy or with dual therapy. And both subjects are uh, pretty much related to the emergence of antimicrobial resistance, which is a serious threat in the treatment uh, for gonorrhea. So much more on that topic also. Then we have a lot on pre-exposure prophylaxis uh, against HIV, which is a rapidly e evolving field. And the latest developments will be uh, shared. Uh, we actually work together with our sister organization, the International AIDS Society, who organizes uh, their meeting back-to-back -back, uh, with the STI and HIV uh, World Conference uh, right after our meeting. Uh, and uh, we were, are able to also present some of the highlights of that conference, the AIDS conference, in our conference. Uh, and that will also give a lot of uh, latest results 
about uh, PrEP and other uh, HIV-related uh, topics. And last but not least, of course, the elephant in the room, that's COVID-19, of course. Of course. Uh, it affects us all, uh, and not in the least in the uh, STI-HIV uh, world. And we have an enormous number of exciting contributions. Uh, and as the saying goes, don't waste a good crisis. So dealing with this pandemic uh, taught us many lessons to improve our field for now and also for the future. A diverse, you know, there's a lot of diversity in what's going to be seen for people's interests. So that's a good thing. And so, Mark, what are you looking forward to seeing? Um, so, so building on what Henry shared, I, I think uh, I'm very much looking forward to the different talk shows that are being organized. So next to the, the scientific presentations, there will be talk shows on, on different subjects, bringing together scientists and people from the community. So having both uh, present in these talk shows. Uh, I'm specifically looking forward to the, the talk shows on, on transgender health, uh, on, on um, the Fast Track Cities initiative. So Amsterdam, uh, the host city, the digital host city, announced that it wants to reduce its new HIV infections to zero in 2026. Um, I'm very much looking forward to having discussions with other fast track cities on how we can learn from each other. Uh, and I think also the, um, the, the, the talk show on, on e-health building on, on the COVID point that Henri made is of course, finding out what COVID had for impact on people going for testing, uh, but also really learning from, from new opportunities and the impulse we saw in all sorts of e-health interventions uh, being developed in a really rapid pace. Um, so I think that's, there's, there's a lot there to, to attend to this year. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot. Um, so as we're coming to the end, I just wanted to see if there's any last points either of you wanted to highlight or anything you would like to say. Um, well, I want to reach out and any non-scientist uh, with a genuine interest in the latest in STI and HIV related research, please do join us. You won't be disappointed. Uh, we have great community influencers for plenaries uh, and also ex as experts uh, uh, present during the, the talk shows. Um, so if you want to join, please apply for free registration by sending an email to us. STI HIV 2021 at gg.amsterdam.nl. And perhaps just to say that we're very sorry that we can't welcome everybody to Amsterdam this summer. We were really oh, looking forward to that. Uh, but we're also really proud and happy that we are able to do this in this, this new and 2.0 uh, digital way. So very much looking forward to seeing everybody, talking to everybody online this summer. Thank you very much. Well, we are coming to the end. And once again, I have to thank both of you for joining me uh, for this interview. And to those who are listening, um, make sure you check out the Congress website. So it is stihiv2021.com, or you can link from the BMJ STI website at sti.bmj.com. And make sure you check in with us uh, for regular updates on the Congress and for the published abstracts. Uh, registration is still open, so make sure you do join us for this fantastic conference. And as Henry was saying, for those of you who would like to join the Congress, please do link in. Um, you can follow us on Twitter uh, with the hashtag sexual diversity in the city. And after that, thank you both again, and we can't wait to see you in July. We wish we were coming to Amsterdam, but we're excited about this new conference platform. So thank you very much and have a good day.